Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. What's up, Confluencers? Welcome back. This is episode 23, and I couldn't be more excited about it. We are moving up like the Jefferson's honey. I tell you, to do anything successfully, consistency is a key. I am enjoying myself, and I hope you are getting tidbits to make you laugh or have an aha moment that truly inspires you. I tell you, this is the month of February and we are talking about all things love, the love of self, the love of life, the love of sex, the love to uplift and empower others to live out loud. It's that season. So I hope that you are inviting love to come into your life. But it's also the season to give more, prioritize yourself and make it happen for you. It is also Mardi Gras season. Crawfish season, carnival, and the flu season, the dreaded flu season. Honey, I tell you, I work in education Monday through Friday, right? My nine to five to stay alive after, you know, I come home and grind for the podcast or for the books or for the speaking engagements. But child, those kids get to sneezing all over their room. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, where is the Clorox wipes? Uh Uh-uh. What is the, you know, spray to disinfect this room? Because, honey, I don't have time to be sick. I have too much to celebrate. And so I must be preventative. Because once I'm down, I am down. You know, one day it's hot and we need the air conditioner on. And then it's cold and then we need the heat on. And this is all in the span of a week. So luckily for those that live in the Midwest and on the East Coast, when it's cold, it's cold for y'all. But in the South, girl, one day it's hot. Then one day it's cold. Then it's rainy. Then we need to, you know, get our rain boots, galoshes. You know, we just want the weather to make up its mind. So the weather is double-minded just like a man. And you know what the Bible says, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So we are down here trying to see, are we doing summer, winter, spring, you know, beach weather, you know, sunshine. Like, girl, we just needed to make up his mind so we don't walk around here with pneumonia. But I come back and I speak bye-bye to that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> well, I have some good news, y'all. Um... My grandmother used to say, when God lets a baby be born, that lets us know that he has not given up on the human race. And I told you the month of February, I'm speaking all things love. And so my new boo, my God niece, so she's my sister's baby and she's my God child. So I call her my God niece. Harper Sky was born on Saturday and she is seven pounds and five ounces of pure perfection. I just sat there and stared at her in awe. It took me back to a moment 14 years ago 
Um, my sister gave birth to her at the same hospital that I gave birth to my son at. And so it was like deja vu, like I've been here before. And I tell you, I just sat there and I stared at her because babies are like fairy dust blown on us from God. That lets us know that he just really has not given up on the human race. So congrats is in order for listener and supporter, Miss Tiffany Ains and her husband, Zach. And so indeed, we have a little Valentine's. She is our sweet love bug. And she's so cute, you can bite her. Speaking of which, Thursday, this Thursday is Valentine's Day. And I used to dread, honey, dread this awful day. I used to think it was so awful. But you know why? Because I was super single without any potential in sight. And I felt like this day, we put a lot of emphasis when you're supposed to be shown your your loved all times, every day, 24-7. And the bragging rights used to be so high. It's like, you know, what about the other 364 he didn't act right? But, okay, if I would have said that people thought I was a hater. So I used to just, you know, keep that to myself. But this year, I can be a part of the festivities. But I'm simple. I don't need all of that. See, to know that you love me, truly love me at the core of you and love the core of me, that's what I really want. I don't need a fancy dinner. Take me out all the time, not just because it's Valentine's Day. I don't need roses. I like just because gifts, not because it is Valentine's Day, but just because you want me to have it or just because you love me. But anyway, I found myself getting a part of the frenzy. And I racked my brain, y'all. Remember last week's conversation around what I can get, baby boo? Well, I finally decided on what to get. Wait for it. Wait for it. A freaking gift card. Let you get what you want to get yourself, honey. Because I am, that is actually one of my love languages. I am a gift giver, but I want people to be happy. And in the past, what I have bought gifts is like, oh, yeah, babe, thank you. But, you know, like, but, you know, but, you know, that contraction, but, I mean, there is a contrast, honey. And so I'm like, okay, I tell you what, I want you to get what you desire. And that way you can be happy. And I am working on being better. Like, but like his gifts is three, four hundred dollars. Like, child, every holiday. Uh-uh. But some people feel like Valentine's Day is all about the woman. This is her day to feel showered. So you tell me what you think. Is Valentine's Day about the woman or is it about everybody? Should it be one-sided or should it be even kill? Should everybody get love that day or should it just be solely for the woman? I hope you had the opportunity to check out the V-Day cards for our culture from Etsy. Like that Martin and Gina card is everything. 
And if you don't have any plans, please go check out Bill Street. You and your boo, find an iconic movie to watch and find the themes and see if your love can be equally matched if trouble were to arise. I don't want to talk much about the movie, but go check it out. Support black cinema. And if you're single, take yourself on a date. I take myself on dates all the time. And I'm not even single anymore, but treat yourself. Get a massage, take yourself to dinner, Netflix and chill with yourself. And that way, when you Netflix and chill with yourself, at least you know you will get your call from yourself on the next day. You ain't got to worry. Is he going to call me? Will we go out again? Take yourself out. Treat you. Love on you on tomorrow. The Grammys aired this past Sunday. And it was like Super Bowl all over again. Boring AF. And maybe like I'm getting older or I'm saved or something. Because I don't know none of the music. Or maybe it was the host. Listen, be mad at me. But Alicia Keys was not entertaining at all. Like I couldn't even deal Like, I was going back and forth, back and forth. One thing that she is holding tight to, though, is the no makeup trend. And if there's one trend we hope that never goes away, it's embracing our natural beauty. We adore makeup as much as the next beauty addict. I know I do. But there's a lot about a person who rocks their natural face in public i don't want to do it from time to time i mean i even did a video on my instagram hope that you're following me at charlie Marcole on instagram when i was in london i thought about it i was like oh no i don't have my face on but then i went live and i got a lot of compliments about the clarity of my skin what is my you know regimen that i do on a daily basis so shout out to a woman that rocks it Often, however, I don't know because I'm a face, natural face rocker too. I don't know if I would have been able to rock it at the Grammys though. I don't know if I would have been able to rock it at the Grammys, honey. No, but hey, kudos to her for not wearing a mountain of makeup and walking out in her natural skin. So that's something that we can love. A woman who is not afraid to rock her natural hair, and her natural skin. Now, the opposite of love is hate. And one performance that has people talking is the girl Jenny from the block. Don't be rocked by my mouth, whatever she said. I'm still I'm still Jenny from the block. Days after J-Lo did her tribute to Motown at the Grammys, we're trying to figure out who were the executives on the team that put her on stage she tried to sauce the gave that performance up and now i understand she used to date diddy and she had a hit with ja rule back in the early 2000s you know but there is so many other people that you could have picked that actually is from the african-american culture 
The month of February celebrates is assigned to, is set aside for the celebration of African Americans, right? And Motown is synonymous with soul. They got that double clap, you know, the kind of life altering, everlasting soul that black musicians often imitate till its day. Steal lyrics from, sample their music from this day. And during their heyday, they produced so many. Oh my God. From Marvin Gaye to The Temptations to Diana Ross and the Supremes, Martha Vandells. It was so many that they could have picked from. Even artists from that city that could have done a better job at displaying. Barry Gordy sat there with his mouth open, right? Now, J-Lo has a body, but she doesn't have soul. And that is different. Soul is something that you're born with. It's not something that you get up on stage and learn and twist and turn, dip and dab. No, you are born with soul. And I posted on my Facebook being sarcastic and people were like, oh, my God. You know, that's my personal Facebook. But I said, you know, I'm proud of her. No, at the end of the day, I am proud of because I'm all about women's empowerment. Hello and get up off my Facebook with all of that foolishness. But I am proud of her. Right. Because I do believe in the power of the woman, regardless of the color of the skin. But I'm proud because of her persistence. And like I said, she I remember growing up watching her on Living Color as a dancer, a fly girl. Right to dancing center stage at the Grammys. So you cannot tell me what persistence, prayer, and hard work can't do. And that, my friend, is what made me proud. At the end of the day, yes, they could have chose somebody better. But if you see her journey to go from a dancer on Living Color to the main stage at the Grammys, hmm, that gave me hope. Keep at it. Keep at it. And eventually you'll get there. Then the girl, Cardi B, made her own black history list, honey. Culture's mommy and Offset's wife joined an exclusive group of female MCs when she took home her first Grammy for the best rap album. Talk about a 360 from fighting in the club and stripping on Love and Hip Hop to the Grammy stage wearing couture. Yes, couture. Cardi is getting calls like, can you rock this on the red carpet for me? She is now a brand ambassador, okay? And you got to love her infectious personality and her quirky style and hardcore ethic that has turned into an actual, legit career. And when you look at Cardi B, she's actually a gorgeous person, but it's so much hurt and pain that she hides behind. But she's actually a pretty girl. And not to mention her endorsement deal with Pepsi that scored her the best Super Bowl ad of the year. Now, that's how you turn and take advantage of your 15 minutes of fame. Too bad, though, her husband, Offset, wouldn't let her shine, baby. 
Baby, he was right in her shadow. And I wanted to scream and tweet him and say, it's not about you, boo. Move out the way and let Cardi shine. Speaking of women's empowerment and black history, I don't know if you know this name, but because I love history like I do, Ida B. Wells has made history even while she is sleeping, the long sleep. But she becomes the first woman with a Chicago street named after her. Rails, who is my sorrow, she was a member of Delta Sigma Theta, ran a settlement house on the south side of Chicago that provided African-Americans that migrated from southern states social services, and housing to assist in the relocation during the migration of African-Americans when we went north and to the west. She also had a hand in creating the National Association of the Advancement of Colored People, NAACP, and the National Association of Colored Women. So, shout out to the city of Chicago for giving her that honor. There are a lot of amazing things happening out of Chi-Town, despite what we see on television, because my guest today is from Chicago, and she is like Ida B. Wells doing amazing things on the South Side. She's leaving an imprint for others to see for generations to come. Asha and Tim is the truth. She is the director of the Crystalist program and the creator of Power Her Conference happening in Chicago. It is truly an honor for our paths to cross. Asha is a wife, a mother, an author, and my new friend. She encourages self-love and cultural pride through her collection of books that explores subject matter that is rarely covered in children's books. She's always positive, always encouraging, and she has well-written books with love that touch the hearts and increases the self-esteem and little brown girls around the world. Ladies of Confluence, would you whoop it up for Miss Asha Natim. Whoop, whoop. Hello, good evening. Good evening. How are you? I am well. Thank you for joining me. Oh, I'm so happy that you're having me. I appreciate it. Well, you know, the thing is, I just believe in confident women doing their thing, influencing others along the way. And you influenced me way from Chicago. Oh, thank you. That's the power of social media. That's why I love social media. Tell us about you, your brand, and what you have going on. So much right now. Okay, so. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Okay, so. Uh, my name is Asha 
and Tim, and I am a, a wife and a mom first, also the director of the Chrysalis Program, which is a nonprofit that teaches leadership, life skills, and self-confidence to African-American girls on Chicago's South Side. So mostly all that I do in terms of events are fundraisers for the Chrysalis Program. So to find out more about the Chrysalis Program, um, you can go to our website at www.thedarkbrowngirl.com. And yeah, so we've been doing that almost four years. And so we meet on Saturdays. We do interactive workshops with the girls, teaching them everything from conflict resolution to etiquette to healthy communication, boundaries, understanding bad touch, good touch, that sort of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Strengthening their confidence in themselves through affirmations and teaching them to have self-worth and standards. So it's kind of like teaching them everything that we needed to know growing up. Maybe we got it, maybe we didn't. Uh, But it's a whole bunch of adults who are willing to dedicate time on a Saturday to a group of girls who really need it. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. Then we have your own personal thing that you have going on. Yeah. Um. I'm assuming you're referring to the Power Her Conference. Is that right? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. So this is something for the adults. This is our first big event for adults, um, for women. It's a whole celebration of Black womanhood. So it's everything from workshops to a day party, a gala, a comedy show. It's food. It's drinks. It's a weekend full of fun. So it starts um, Friday, February 22nd, where we will have a rooftop party. And then on February 23rd, we have, you know, the breakfast provided by the hotel that we're going to meet up for our workshops. The workshops include healthy, um, this mental wellness and wholeness, um, sexual pleasure and health, maximizing that for us. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a good one. It's taught by gynecologist uh, Dr. Wendy, who is super live. Like she is amazing. And so, uh, so also we have some bedroom candy vendors there to kind of like help out with that for the single ladies or even for the married ladies. Hello. I mean, because you know, I mean, we're gonna (laughs) talk about you know we're gonna talk about love, and I think that as women, we are uh, afraid to pleasure ourself I I meet some some women you know like on this journey and speaking you know because I'm I'm very open in that department about you know who I am and what I need exactly (laughs) you know and because it don't make no sense to do it if you're not gonna feel good about it you know exactly (laughs) so that's for sure that's why waste your time I feel like we're conditioned especially as black women to put our own needs on the back burner to make sure everybody else's needs are met. And I feel like that doesn't stop at the bedroom. I feel like uh, a lot of times we're doing this already, um, you know, by, you know, just being a martyr and you don't have to be, um, especially not when it comes to sex. It's okay to get what you got coming and also give at the same time. We can make everybody happy. 
Everybody needs to be happy. Yes. Everybody. It, you know, like, if I'm just going to get down and dirty, just get down and dirty. You know what I mean? Like, right. if I'm going to eat fried chicken, don't do it with a fork. Like, <laughs> use your fingers, honey, and, like, go on and get in there. Like, oh, my God, yes. Like, I, you know, it's just some things, you know, this month I am de- dedicating this whole podcast to the love, art of love, the power of love, self-love, loving. I love that. Yes, like, like, cause love is seen in many different forms. We always think it's from, you know, and which it is from others, you know, cause that's like, you know, Maslow said that acceptance, that's that number one need that needs to be met. But I, I need to get some needs met as well. And sure. that's why when I started, you know, we started following each other. I was like, yeah, she's all about the love of womanhood and yeah. power to the woman, like all around, like, wow. And, like, and those things kind of are closely, closely related, right? So like, you tie in that desire for the self-love uh, and love and womanhood. It all comes from that self-confidence because if you don't have the confidence to say, hey, wait a minute, I didn't get mine, <laughs> you know? Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> you should be able to say that. And what's stopping you from saying that is what? It's, it's the lack of self-confidence and feeling like you deserve. So you feel like, oh, I just want to give. I just want to pleasure him. No. Get yours too. And then you later mad. Why are you sitting there snoring? Like, no. <laughs> Wake up. No, I'll let you snore for 10 minutes for you to get your energy back up again. And then, no. But then you like, the older you get, you like, lay there and snore while I pull right, the Get some rest. I'm good. <laughs> rest, baby. Because it's the party about to go down. Right. Right here. <laughs> Yes. You may not I be invited. Or you may. Well, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so, Asha, you keep talking about this Crystallis program. Mm-hmm. Tell me what's your story. Oh, okay. Happy, happy to tell that one. Um, so, um, growing up, Um, My family had a lot of colorism issues. My family is from the South and um, they bought into the whole paper bag. Are you lighter than a paper bag? Then you're good. If you're darker than the paper bag, then you're not good. So I had one side of my family that uh, where the grandmother just felt like, if you're not light, you're dirty. (laughs) So she's like, get your dirty hands off my couch. And so anyway, the idea was that they would um, kind of differentiate between the grandchildren. And uh, going back a generation, my mom, her mother always put bleaching cream on her skin to try to make her lighter. Not because she didn't think she was pretty, but just because they believed that the lighter you are, the better life you lived. Mm-hmm. The more, um, more successful you would be the more opportunities you would have so um so they like on both sides of my family they really did believe that um and so when I got pregnant and uh, my husband is from West Africa I mean he's born here but his family immigrants from Ghana and so he's very dark skinned 
And so when I had my daughter, she, of course, is very dark skinned. And so people were asking me, like, what are you going to do when she goes to school? She's so dark. That's a chocolate baby. And, and I was just kind of like, so? <laughs> and, and so uh, a lot of people were starting to tell me stories about, like, how cruel people were to darker skinned kids in school. And so I wanted to be able to guard my baby against um, being bullied or talked about at school by building her self-confidence. So I wrote a book series called The Dark Brown Girl Collection. And all the books are about like loving the skin you're in and affirming yourself and building your confidence to the point that those other people's opinions don't matter. So um, I wrote those books. I have one called The Book of Affirmation. It's called The Dark Brown Girl's Book of Affirmation. Another one about pretty for a dark girl, which is a play on words because you're pretty, period. And it's for a dark brown girl. And then one about like loving your hair called My Hair is Magic. And another one called Virtue, which is about characters. So I put them on the market and then I got all these calls and instant uh, messages from mothers of daughters who struggle with self-esteem and all oh, my daughter doesn't love herself because of her skin complexion. She wishes she was white. She wishes she had long curly hair and it's yeah. just not what she oh had. Oh my God, yes. So, um, I realized that it was more than just about selling books and I wanted us to kind of come together and form what sort of like a support group for parents to kind of lean on each other and find out what do we do in these situations? What can we tell our girls? And so what I realized when I did that was we all have something to bring to the table, right? I don't have all the answers at all, but if we get 20 different women from different walks of life who have experience with um, being a dark brown girl or not being a dark brown girl, but knowing how to help them. Um, So we, we put it together and that's where the chrysalis program was born. We took the name dark brown girl off of it. So it could be more inclusive of all girls of color, but the series remains the dark brown girl. And uh, so that was the basis of how we started. Then over time, people would send me girls. Uh, they say, Oh, well, this person told me to send this baby to you. This baby has been raped or <laughs> like, um she's severely bullied at school and so it became less about just loving the skin you're in but more about like addressing this trauma that they've experienced and how to help them heal and give them a safe place to talk it out and so that's what chrysalis is it does the self-confidence piece but it also does the social emotional healing and the coping skills and everything all tied up into one program Wow. Powerful. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Because, you know, that was kind of my story growing up. I am truly a girl from the South. Parents, both parents are Southerners. And my mother um, is a darker skinned woman. And, you know, of course, you know, you have a child and usually offspring are very close, (laughs) very similar to, you know, you. And because my mother you know, growing up, no one really affirmed my mother, poured into her how beautiful it was. I, I thought, I think, you know, when I look at baby pictures of my mom, God, she was a beautiful, you know, big-eyed, bushy-tailed, you know, chocolate, you know, doll. 
And so there she is. She had, you know, a same kind of baby. And but like because nobody affirmed my mother, my mother did not affirm me. But however, she told me I had to go to school. I had to be smart. You have to be, you know, 10 times better. You got to study 10 times harder. You better be ahead in your class. I was in like National Honor Society in the 10th grade wow. because my mother believed like academics is everything. Cute is is what cute does and cute does nothing. That is, I still remember that in my, I, to the point now I've started saying it to my child, like yeah. cute does nothing. And so I never was told, you know, you are beautiful. You are gorgeous. You are, you know, like Isn't crazy. That she didn't know how. Like if you never, if you haven't seen it, then how could you know that's what's expected? Yes, yes. So that's why your program is needed. We need chrysalis programs in every city, in every state, Boy. in every you know <laughs> hamlet, in every countryside. Like we yeah. really do. Um, you know, I my program that I really want to cr- uh, create is called Saving Our Daughters. Yeah. Um, yeah. because I feel like. You know, we're so busy living this life, you know, this the Instagram life, this, you know, but our daughters are, that's why they're going to places and uh, experiencing things that they shouldn't experience at such an early age because they're looking for that fulfillment. So thank you. Thank you for, you know, listening to the Holy Spirit and taking it 10 steps further than just a series of books. So kudos to you. Thank you. So I'm excited about the conference. I am working things out on this end so I can have my face in the place because I actually want to meet you in person because I actually love your spirit. Oh, thank you. I feel the same way about you. I can't wait to see you. I mean, like the first time we talked on the phone, you would thought we've been knowing each other like 25 years. Like, girl, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you what's really going on with me. Right. Yes, real. <laughs> yes. Like, let me just let you. Like, okay. On Instagram, this. But when I talk on the phone with my people, it is lit. I appreciate you so much for being so real and so authentic. Which I think that's how we captivate and capture women you know what I mean yeah. because we we go to places or we go to events or we go to conferences and some of us are broken and some of yeah. us are we're we're needing yeah something you know and sometimes we see these people on social media and act as if they are God's sister or somebody you know oh my god you know very much been thinking about this so much Charlie I really feel like this is not by accident that you're talking about this because I've had some encounters well two different things I've had some encounters with people who who do good things but you just get a bad feeling from them when you meet them mm. so like like you could the deeds could be right on point but the spirit is not right and so I don't clash with a lot of people. Most people I get along with, that's just how I am. But it's just like just certain energy just doesn't match. And you can just feel like this it's not authentic or the motives are off or something is wrong there. But 
the good part of that is the overall majority, and I've come in contact with a lot of women, whether it be through Chrysalis or the Power Her Conference or whatever, most people are good. Most most of our sisters are good people. I used to hear a lot, oh, the women are catty and they do this and they do that and they don't like to see each other win. They hate on each other. I have not felt that at all. Like there may be, it's about over 60 women involved in putting together the Power Her Conference and not a negative vibe anywhere. Everybody gets along. Everybody supports each other. Everybody encourages and powers it's amazing. And it's taught me so much about sisterhood and uh, just coming together to empower each other and help each other grow and build our brand. Yes. Cause that's what it's, you know, I have a good friend here. Um, she's a poet and she says, smart women don't compete. We collaborate. Yes. I and, love that. Yes. Collaboration looks very different. And I think that's why we vibed when, you know, I first start following you. Like, you've been playing in this conference, not just yesterday. You've been on this thing <laughs> a long time. And yeah. then, and like you say, our brands kind of line. When I think about a woman of confluence, she's powerful. But that's sometimes right. she may need to be encouraged and pushed along the way. And that's the beauty of it. Like, don't you want a person leading something to be a human? You know, like, not like <laughs> this me, perfection, yeah. this, 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 you know, this idol of perfection, this person who's, whose makeup is always perfect and they always say the right thing and, oh, don't do that. Like, I, I am just not that way. <laughs> just like, I am human. Here are my flaws. Here are my mistakes. I lay everything on the table and if you don't like it, that's okay. But you're not going to say I wasn't authentic. You're not going to say that I wasn't truthful and transparent because that is my superpower. Like, I believe that that transparency is what heals people and helps yes. them to understand, like, it's okay to not be perfect. It's all right. Because Asha is not <laughs> perfect at all. Like, I struggle. I fail. I make mistakes. I get back up. I try to learn from them. Sometimes I don't. Like sometimes I make that same mistake hundreds of times. And so um I'm okay with being imperfect and, and me being okay with being imperfect helps other people to feel comfortable in their own skin as well. Wow. So Asha, tell me what should people expect when they walk away from your conference? You know, because people are gonna put on a good makeup and you know what <laughs> should they expect when they walk away from your event so much there's so many answers to that question um hopefully they get what they need so each person needs something different right so we're trying to make it very diverse where it's something for everybody so we're looking at healing we're looking at knowledge and understanding we're look listen we're talking about networking we're talking about a good time um not just sitting and somebody talking to you all day, but actually having interactive workshops and having access to the workshop leaders and panelists to even network with them and talk with them after the workshops. And then after all that is said and done, we have a bachelor auction so you can walk away with a bachelor and with a boo. <laughs> Get ready. Walk away with the future boo. Yes, <laughs> walk away with a boo. <laughs> There is a boo just for you. Yeah. That is chapter number two in my book, first book. 
There's a boo just for you, so you're going to walk away with a you boo. You're going to walk away with a boo. From the Midwest. For sure. But it, I, it's something about a man from the mighty Midwest to me. Like, I can't get enough of no, You like them like that? <laughs> I like the Midwest. They, they, they just, it's just something about them. We got that just say quoi. That just, ooh. Way, you know, right? It's true. It's just a different swag. Like, you know, the East Coast got that East Coast swag, but Midwest got a different kind of swag. It's like, you I can't describe it, but I love it. <laughs> yes, I love you it. just definitely want to be in the place, man. <laughs> definitely. Okay, no. okay. So See, girl, don't make me go book this ticket. Like, <laughs> no, my baby gonna stay at home all weekend by itself. Oh, no. Like, don't make me, girl, don't make me do this. I've been trying to find who going and where he gonna go. But, girl, don't make me just like, where well, he just gonna stay here the whole weekend by itself. We'll figure it out. We will, we will figure, we it gonna out. figure it out. Okay. We, gotta figure it out. we have to. So what else is there to expect? Then we have the gala. So you have the give back. You get live performances. You walk away with having a hat, a great time. Got the information you need, making some new connections. Laughter, okay, from the comedy show. I mean, it's literally something for everyone. So everyone will walk away with what they needed. Uh, and sometimes we just need a break, right? We just could use a break. They lives and say that again you know the the life of details and routines to kind of break out of that and do something that's fun is just for us and we deserve that and i feel like you you can walk away refreshed and happy and that that's what that i'll end the answer there yeah because you need to get a breather i think sometimes that's another guilty thing we do as women we feel like you know if i go well, you know, no, if I go, I'm a go. Right. Like, you know, I'm not going to worry about who going to feed the baby. Whoever got the baby, that is their responsibility. You know, like, I'm going to be in that moment. I'm going to immerse myself in this space, in this time for such a time as this. Because when I go back, I'm going to actually be better. Because I have laughed. Because I did. Yes. Because I did see some something outside of myself. I did talk to some women that were like me yeah. who were struggling in their marriage and we just connected and gave each other each other's phone number so we could keep each other accountable yeah. and laugh through the way or you know, encourage each other. You know, like I know you told me on Saturday that you had interviews lined up and I thought about you in the midst of my mess going on down here in Texas. Wow. I said, sending you love and light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just want to send you some love, boo. While you go on your journey, you know. That. Yeah, you know. Sometimes I think, for me, I go to these events. Well, ninety percent of the time, I'm actually speaking on them, or I'm on a panel for them. But I really go for the energy. Mm-hmm. I can hell. I don't walk in heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I walked in heavy. I walk in. I I look at this spirit of discernment. I mean. Baby, I am a product of an ancestor wow. of the spirit of the people, okay? That discernment that they used to talk about. Mm-hmm. I can look at a woman and tell that it's it's heavy, yeah. it's it's holding her. And by the end, something has shifted. Yeah. And that's why I love these events because I can feel the shift. That woman that desires so much for herself, but she hasn't made the right connection yet. Or the the one the mother who wants to get her daughter involved 
and an event like Crystalis, but didn't know where to begin. Exactly. Like, sure. I, I, that's why I go to these events. That's why I pour myself into them because I see the bondage being broken and the chains just dropping. Yes, yes that's why like, I tell you, you know what I mean? Like, power her. The name alone, right. you know, when you get that empowerment, it gives you so much power to do what you think to, or to do what you didn't think was even possible. You know what I mean? Yes, it changed the game for you. Yep, because the way you think about yourself is key. Oh, yes, God. And you, then nobody else is going to see it in you either. So, so we have to work on that within ourselves. And uh, hopefully this event does help with that. Help you remember that you're worthy too. Like you're worth something and you deserve it. And at the end, dance the night away and get a boo. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so tell, I mean, networking, you hit it on the nail. Mm -hmm. How do you view networking? I feel like it's a way to not only advance in your career, but to build relationships um, that are mutually beneficial. So I guess the idea is to be with either like-minded people or people, people even who even are a bit higher than you so they can motivate you to move up or even give you access to connections that you wouldn't normally have. So in situations like the Power Her Conference, it would be um, not only networking um, horizontally, like with other people on your level, but maybe with some millionaires <laughs> and some other people who who normally you wouldn't even have access to, but here you have them right here. You can ask them whatever you want to. You can ask them how they got there, um, what steps to take. And so I think that the important thing about networking is both parties being willing to share and being willing to help each other. Wow. Wow. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited about this partnership, Asha. I don't know if I ever told you that, but I am excited like to be in your network, your circle, because I, I, I feel a paradigm shift happening for me um, that will al allow us to align ourselves later on to create something even bigger than ourselves. I, I, I feel that. I feel that. Um, feel it too. I, because I like, your... This is going to be my new friend. <laughs> I was like, yes, cousin, we got to be cousins. Cousin, yes. <laughs> but talk about it. How about, I do have a lot of friends. I don't know what corporation is in Chicago that a lot of my friends from college actually uh goes to headquarters in Chicago. And so I've already sent them like, hey, I may be in town for this. Put this on your calendar. Meet me here. That wanna, I want you to go with me. So I've already started putting it out for the Houstonians that I know that are in Chicago, right? Because, great. <laughs> yes, each one reach one. Come on, baby. Each one reach one. I appreciate that so much. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. That is what sisterhood is all about. I don't, I mean, yes, I am Greek all day long, but I believe that sisterhood is definitely about the alignment and help 
uplifting each other. Yeah. It might, it's not about color, but it's about the possibility that I will not let you fall. So if yeah. it's your conference, hey, why not help spread the word? Why not share? Why not, you know, put you on my podcast? Why not let you, you like, why not? It right. is benefiting me, you know, at the end of the day. Um, I just don't believe in bringing other people down. I definitely believe in lifting them up. And that's why I should, I just like, I got to put you on my podcast. I, I know I begged you for like three weeks straight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful that you did. I, I feel like this is just a season of God is taking me out of my comfort zone of doing everything in the background because I was okay with nobody even knowing that I was behind this. It's such an amazing event. It doesn't matter who's behind it, really. It's just like, just come and enjoy and learn. But um, but yeah, I feel like this is a season where people are like, hey, let's put your face on it. Hey, let's Because you were. You yeah. were. You were like that at the beginning. You were. I didn't even know what you looked like. And yeah. then when you uh, posted your picture, I was like, the melanin pops. Like, <laughs> the natural hair is big. Like, let's go. <laughs> you know true I mean I was actually that way too and somebody told me that I was the brand you know at first when I first came out with my brand in 14 nobody knew what I looked like right yeah. because Charlie is actually a derivative of my real name I'm a 1970s kid and you know how my our mamas was very creative back then <laughs> you know and so I kind of like took out some consonants and alphabets and you know and created Charlie you know and but Marcola is my actual real middle name okay. um and so I'm like uh well you know well and somebody told me you are the brand so that's why you know I started putting my face out there. Um, but again, that, that goes to a place of uh, self-love. I didn't think I yep. was pretty enough. Yep. I think you're gorgeous. The first time I saw your picture, I was like, I would hire you just to put you on the flight. <laughs> pretty. And like you can feel that positive energy even coming off the picture. Just the smile is amazing flawless to me i don't understand how you could ever think you weren't pretty enough that girl, is that's a conversation for sister to sister yeah. The air, girl. yeah because that might be some tears within mm -hmm. that conversation okay we're gonna have to have that one we're gonna have that heart to heart girl because we're gonna have to have that one heart to heart knee to knee yes <laughs> so all right here we go if we were sitting here a year from now and celebrating getting ready to go into year two. Yes. What do you want to achieve within this? Um, I'm trying to find the best way to say it, but I'm just going to spit it out and just be myself and say what I need to say. Mm -hmm. uh, I want God to be glorified. Ooh. And literally everything that I do but specifically for this conference because so many of us are hurting silently and it's too many of us in pain for it not to be addressed and having workshops like mental wellness 
uh, addressing the whole black woman or the whole woman is so important because a lot of us are walking around um, hurt and that healing is available, but they just don't know how to get it. And so I want to heal a generation of women and let them know it doesn't have to be like this. It won't be like this always. There is um, sunshine after this rain and um, let's grow together. Let's build on this. Next year, have twice as many vendors and <laughs> twice as many workshops and have it maybe even be longer and wh whatever, just, just moving it higher and forward um, and make it more and more impactful and then more and more fun. So um, it's the same ideas with the Chrysalis program. What we're trying to do is eliminate the effects of childhood trauma, right? And so we're dealing with, preventative, how we can keep you from, from experiencing molestation and rape and all the other things. And also on the back end, helping the girls heal, the girls who have experienced it already heal from it. And so same thing with the Power Her Conference and the adults is like, how can we heal these wounds from the childhood? And if we're not addressing the adults, how well can we address the children because they're going home? with adults that mm -hmm. are more than we're with them. So that's really where the idea came from for the conference. And it's kind of just blossomed into something that's fun. And so just like at Christmas, you get the healing, but it's wrapped in fun. <laughs> so, right, you're eating, you're having a good time, but all the time you're healing and you're not even realizing that that's what that looks like. And so that's what I'm hoping for next year, for this year, and all the years to come of the Power Her Conference, that it's healing and wisdom wrapped in fun. Yes, yes. Tell us where we can find tickets oh, and for the sure. website. Okay. Um, so we tickets are on Eventbrite under Power Her Conference. You can purchase tickets to the whole event under Power Her Conference, or you can do individual events if you just want to go to the day party or the comedy show. You can purchase those individual tickets, or you can cash app Power Her Tickets and just cash app $75 and put your email in the subject line, and uh, that's your ticket. So um, lots of different ways. The website to the Chrysalis Program, again, is www.the, T-H-E, dark, D-A-R-K, Brown, B-R-O-W-N, girl, G-I-R-L, dot com. Thedarkbrowngirl.com, thedarkbrowngirl.com. Definitely God's work. All right. Well, that concludes our interview. Okay. I just love your energy, girl. I love your energy, girl. This is so nice, <laughs> so fun, and so easy. Nothing but laughs and giggles and a bunch of love. Whether Asha knows it or not, she is my new cousin. Well, there you have it. Everybody needs to be happy. Thank you, Asha, for sharing your journey of colorism and listening to the Holy Spirit to celebrate womanhood on the south side of Chicago. I absolutely love your spirit and I cannot wait to meet you in person. 
You shared so many nuggets of helpful tips on women's empowerment and building self-esteem in the next generation and why it's so important to affirm yourself and please yourself. So please go like, share, and follow her and her brand, Power Her Conference. It's Power Her Conference on social media. And if you're in the mighty Midwest, please attend the conference. Tickets are still available. To find out more information about the conference, please check out my Instagram story at Charlie Marcole. She's doing God's work in Chicago. So please help her save our daughters. Well, that's it for me this week. I am off to celebrate with my booski. Then to the mighty Midwest to celebrate the Power Her Conference. And I am excited about it. My favorite workshop, I think, is going to be, ready? The sex workshop. I need to know some new tricks. Anyway, until next time, be blessed and a blessing to others. See you next week.